0: Everyone and welcome to Raw Recovery, a trudging together podcast. My name is Dion Miller, and I'm going to be your host today. Um, today, um, I'm looking forward to this. It's going to be a lot of fun because we were talking a little bit before this. And we we're already yucking it up. So, so this is going to be this is going to be pretty fun. But uh, today we have Jamie Primer on the show. Am I saying your last name correctly? You are. Yeah, you know what? I probably shouldn't have given that out, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) Uh, Try and follow traditions, but um, so I've been uh, yeah, I've been following Jamie for a little bit, um, just kind of stuff that she does. You guys know me; I follow people, and I go out and I find good speakers. Um, And Jamie is just doing a lot of service work down south, and I wanted to get the word out. Um, She runs Soco Clubhouse, Southern Colorado. That is not a California thing, guys. <laughs> um, that is not SoCal. It is SoCo. Cool. And um, and down there, she uh, runs a place uh, called Skateland. Now, is is the clubhouse and Skateland kind of the same thing? Are they in the same building?
1: They're in the same building, um, but one's during the week and one's on weekends.
0: <laughs> there you go. Okay. That's how it's separated. And then there's something else, and I'm just more... I'm more curious about this any, than anything is the Marilyn Monroe tribute artist. What's that?
1: So I I look a lot like Marilyn Monroe. You I even do, have you performed. do. You
0: got the cheekbones. <laughs> you do. <Yeah.
1: laughs> so I go out and perform. People hire me to perform um, as Marilyn and. There's two Elvises here that um, like okay. to bring with them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why not? Why not? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I was curious about that. So, and, Well, and thank you very much for taking your time. Um, I know you're busy, so thank you for coming on our show and taking your time with us today. I My appreciate pleasure. it. Yeah. All right. Well, this is the part of the the podcast where things feel a little weird. Um, because there's no nothing that go really flows. So what I'm going to do at this point, is I'm going to turn the I'm going to turn the show on over to you. Um, go ahead and and share your story. Um, so um, the spotlight is yours now.
1: All right. Well, thank you, Dion. I appreciate you and um, everyone out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I basically ended up in Trinidad in Southern Colorado. Um, I was really bad on meth at the time. Okay. And, um, it, I from when I was 11 up ended up in foster care and kind of bouncing around there and then ended up with a wonderful foster mom and foster family. Okay. Um, but I went to first I started selling marijuana to make money when mm-hmm. I was young and then I kind of moved up from there to transporting it and, um,
0: ah, okay. and then
1: it went, I jumped. Well, from, Southern
0: Colorado is a pretty big gateway for it's a thoroughfare for the darkest to get out to Cali and Utah. And then of course, Kansas and all. Yeah. That kind of yeah. covers the Midwest.
1: But actually I was in Western Colorado.
0: <laughs> oh, were you? I was in okay.
1: Springs, yeah.
0: Oh, at least you were um, in a little bit nicer town. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, I feel yeah, I feel responsible. Now, if you don't that.
0: mind if we could if we could pin that for a second, were you born were you, were you born into foster care? No okay.
1: um,
0: i was I was born
1: with my birth parents together. Um, okay. my my mother got pregnant with me to try to keep my birth father around, but it didn't okay. work. So okay. uh, after I was born, I was kind of more of a problem.
0: <laughs> than I
1: get it. A blessing, yeah. and yeah, I, um, yeah, I went bad from there. It just went, yeah. Okay. I I ended up living in um, Southern California with my mom. Okay. And then, um, my mother, my birth mother, was a beautiful woman, but she she liked to choose men over me. Okay, and that's kind of how I ended up um, out of the house and in foster care.
0: Okay, um, and I was I was just curious. Oh yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> okay.
1: I I'm an open book, <laughs> so and um, and then we ended up in Glenwood Springs. But I was actually okay. born in Denver, Colorado. <laughs> Where are you? Because Good. Dale didn't have a hospital. <laughs> uh. I just <laughs> aged myself. <laughs>
0: I'm there with you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah. So I'm a Colorado native. Um cool. We ended up my mother, my birth mother ended up being the a professor of criminal law. Ah. And so yeah. So it was kind of a nightmare having me for her daughter. <laughs> <laughs> um, bless her heart. But yeah. yeah. Um, but I ended up I ended up going through some stuff. Um, and I, and I talk about that just because that's why I came into to SoCo mm-hmm. Clubhouse. Um, I ended up going through the system, um, okay. being a victim of the system and kind of living off survival. Um, I did yeah. whatever it took to survive. I worked three jobs besides dealing and yeah. I ended up graduating high school at the age of 16. Yeah. I was so. going to
0: say, I bet this was all before the age of 20.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yep. I yep. grew up hard and I grew up fast.
0: Yeah. When when you grow up in the system, it's a different lifestyle. If you want seconds, you better eat freaking fast. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. got I got to enjoy the system for four years myself. So. But you know. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. It, and, it, 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 and it sucked because it like I would finally get in a place where I was doing well, and then they'd be like, "Oh, it's time to move you." I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I just got the level three over here. Now I have to start all over again. Mm-hmm. I That drove me crazy. And they wonder why I ran all the time.
1: That's what I was a runner. I was a runner. Yeah, I yeah. ran constantly.
0: I'd rather I live in a constantly. park than your place.
1: Yeah, for real. <laughs> for real, I feel you on that. So, nah. yeah, it's ugly. And I did end up completely blessed with a really good foster mom. Okay. And yeah, I, let's talk about her. Um, She was very very amazing um she was very good to me i was actually back at home and um my stepfather had too much to drink and my stepfather now he's my biggest supporter like um i love him very much yeah um, it was just kind of a um clash when i was younger and okay. he had too much to drink and the police ended up coming um and they took me and okay. My foster mom got a witness, my mother just grabbing onto my stepdad, begging him not to leave because they were taking me because he was ready to leave. Um, and that that broke my heart and it yeah. broke my foster mom's heart.
0: Yeah. So that, that think, would hurt.
1: Yeah, it was. It's rough. I still think. Yeah, I still have a hard time with it. But um,
0: yeah. yeah, there's things that I see, like the day that I went into the court. And they told me that I had to start using my legal last name because my parents raised me as Bates, but my legal last name was Miller. And mm-hmm. I told the judge, I said, can we just go ahead and change it? You know, so mm-hmm. I can continue being Bates. And she said, she said, no, well, you could do that when you're 18. You're a ward of the state. Yeah. And that's when I found out my parents had given up their rights for me. They never wow. even told me. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it, I feel that one. It, and it mm-hmm. hurts, man. And it, it hurts does. today. It hurts right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it
1: does. But I deal
0: with my problems differently now. So. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. So tell us more about your foster mom and what it was like there.
1: She was very Catholic, and she had kids too. Um, okay. But she, I remember that first week being there. Um, I had some broken ribs. And she just let me be in her bed and she would just tell me how much like, she loved me. And it was, oh. um, it was very, she was, she took very good care of me and okay. um, all the way up until I was about 30. She, if I even called my birth mother for um, advice or help, she would be like, call your mama Kay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, so she was there for me um, through everything. I'm and, glad to hear that. Uh, yeah. And Yeah, I ended up ruining that relationship with my addictions. Okay. Um, But I'm hoping someday to get it back. Um, I have, (laughs) but she's good and she's still out there, and I don't blame her. I earned that, you know.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um. So yeah, I just started. I was dealing and I was oh, I was selling. I was selling whatever I could—marijuana, acid, meth, anything—just to pay for my habit yeah and i did get off of meth for about seven years um okay. but i fell into bad pill problems
0: <clears throat> I, okay yeah
1: i traded and one I for tra- years,
0: yep and then it's yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's all we can say is yeah we know
1: yeah And during that time, during my, um, during the pills, I ended up gaining a lot of weight and I ended up being about 350 pounds. Okay. And so that's, I'd like to let people know that because um, I, I don't think there's anything out there that I haven't been addicted to.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, I was going to ask is food. Yeah. Um, You know, even the vice president of trudging together is in overeaters. Um, oh yeah yeah and we we actually have a pod an overeaters podcast wow do that's
1: a, awesome. yeah i'm not
0: the host on that one well the goal Ooh. is to start covering all the a's but that's aside yeah. from the point yeah so yeah i get that pretty much everything i ever touched i got addicted to that's why yeah. and That's why i stayed away from drugs
1: it was, <laughs> i wish i had I well i, I was
0: taught at a year, young age what would happen to me when i was 14 so um so I, I really learned, and I took it to heart for sure. Um, I
1: think that's and that great. probably saved
0: my. That's probably saved my life.
1: Yeah, for sure. That's. I wish there was more awareness, especially right now, um, with the fentanyl yeah. and everything. Oh, it's um, yeah. It's bad. So through this it is bad. whole period, I was drinking like a fish. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it never stopped that never stopped like through okay. everything it never stopped um and there's a lot that I don't remember um mm-hmm. I was a blackout drunk
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I did a lot of horrible things um and yeah it's it's gross um I got married to an alcoholic okay um, and I was we were married for a little over 20 years um oh. and it it was a mess we're sure. friends now but um it it ended where he ended up uh giving me brain damage with a brick wow. i had to learn how to walk and talk again yeah but you know i own my stuff too i i drove him yeah. crazy i yeah. took off i went across the united states he had no idea where yeah, i was we-
0: yeah, we have our own parts in it. That's for sure. Yeah. I'm not yeah. saying everybody treated us the best, but we, I'd I'd have to say I added to it. Heck yeah.
1: Yeah, that's that's why I, I'm really glad that he went to prison for a little while, and okay. um, and I ended up trying to walk, talk, everything. But during this time, I was still doing meth. So okay. Uh, it was a mess, that it was very, made
0: it, yeah, that'd make it really hard to do. Yeah, yeah,
1: it was it was um it was, and I ended up losing everything, my cars, my home, um my animals, uh everything I ended up on the streets, yeah, um homeless with nothing, and yeah. uh the it was, yeah it was gross, and so um. I had an old friend of mine from high school, and he had a ranch in Kim, Colorado, where his grandparents did. And our plan was to go there and live on the ranch and work the ranch and be sober. Um, Good plan. Yeah, (laughs) but when we got there, um, I was withdrawing and coming off of everything, and he was secretly drinking.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So it ended up. The intention was. (laughs) You know, it's it's like the thought that counts, you know, Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it ended up and I can laugh about this now because this is the biggest thing that changed my life is he he ended up getting extremely intoxicated and he beat the tar out of me and his grandmother drove me to a woman's, um, an abused women's shelter here in Trinidad. Mm-hmm. I never heard of Trinidad before. <laughs> and uh
0: so well, it's not a very big town.
1: Yeah, no. And so it was just I just had me, I had two pugs, my dogs, their pugs, and uh, okay. and a backpack. And this was about eight, a little over eight years ago. Okay. Um and so I was in the shelter, my dogs were in the animal shelter because they weren't allowed into the women's shelter.
0: Yeah.
1: And even here, I'm not even going to lie, when I was in that shelter, I got hooked up with drugs. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it was well, probably it's easier well to well get them there than it was on the streets.
1: Yep, it really, yep. it truly was.
0: Like, I did a it, lot of drugs and well, a lot of pot in group homes. Well, in the house. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Idiots. Oh, was, yeah. It, you don't put any screens on the windows. It's not very hard to go do what you want.
1: <laughs> well in here we had like from eight in the morning until seven at night we could leave uh, okay. we just had to sign out and mm. so it made it really easy and but and I ended up because I don't have kids I ended up I could only stay there for 60 days so during okay. that 60 days um, I found work I started working my butt off um, and I met I met a man that's from Trinidad that mm-hmm. he gave me a lot of my work and he, he looked at me and he said, if you straighten up, I will help you. But mm-hmm. if you're not going to straighten up, I'm not going to have anything to do with you and you're not going to survive here.
0: Yeah. Sounds like and, a good boundary.
1: Yes. And he ended up helping me get into a rental house mm-hmm. and... I ended up in the rental house and I, I started my quitting. I was like, okay. I'm going to quit. I'm going to do great. I'm going to, I got this on my own. I don't need any, yeah. I don't need any help. The,
0: I, I got this. Yeah. I know. Yeah. The, I know the, I got this. Yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> like, and, and I, I are I remember, close friends.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I had been, I had been court ordered to AA when I was a kid. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I was just like, you so know, you I, knew. yeah, I was like, I'm you smarter knew. than him. And I don't need that. And I don't want God in my life. And yeah. <laughs> I don't want higher power. Like I was a buster. I was a total buster.
0: Okay. <laughs> I haven't heard that in a long time
1: either. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. So uh, th- the rental house ended up um, not belonging to the person that rented it to me. I ended up um, getting Oh, I can't remember that what it's called, but basically living in some, someone's house when you're not, oh, I'm spacing on the word. Squatting. Squatting. Yep. yep. <laughs> so I got kicked out of there and I had just joined roller derby to try to make some friends mm-hmm. and meet people. And um, I was on the street crying with my two bu- with my two pugs. And I, I threw my sobriety out the window, I went to the liquor store, okay. I was just hammered. Okay. And the one of the Derby girls came, she saw me on the street, and she came and got me she was, and asked me what was going on. And she said, Well, there's an apartment above Skateland. Um, it's filled with furniture. Um, the men that lived there passed away. But you're more than welcome to move in there. But, I don't really know if it's livable. And I was like, yes, (laughs) yes.
0: I will make it livable. That that to me, (laughs) me, because I've been homeless twice. That sounds like heaven.
1: Yeah, it was. And so the apartment belonged to a local legend here named Bronco Billy. And he did a lot of really like we good. You don't work. know
0: who Bronco Billy is. <laughs>
1: we all
0: know who Bronco Billy is.
1: He did so many yeah. things for the community and he did, so he did, did a lot good. of good.
0: Yes. Yeah, he's legend. yes. He's a legend in the state of Colorado. Yes. yes. Good for you, man. Okay.
1: Yes. And so, um, and I had everything that I needed, you know, pots, pans, dishes. Um, I I was able to borrow all of that and I fixed it up and I continued on Derby and I started working at Skateland as a skate guard. Um, And the, the first two years um, of my recovery, I just didn't leave Skateland um, unless it was like to go to the store or something because I was so afraid if I left, I was going to get drugs or alcohol mm-hmm. or, you know, and I was like, I got this on my own and I truly didn't, I was just stuck. You know, I was just stuck yeah. and I had to myself.
0: <laughs> In that retrogressive groove that we call.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I had performed, I did a lip sync contest at the theater. I got involved with the theater here. Okay. And did a lip sync contest and during that lip sync contest there was um a couple that were doing johnny cash and june carter
0: okay
1: they blew everyone away i mean they were just amazing Mm -hmm. and so um and they caught my attention like they were just mind-blowing and later on i got hired to do a private party in new mexico as marilyn monroe Mm -hmm. and I ran into the woman that played June Carter in that lip. And we started talking and she was sober too. We were like the only two sober people at the party. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: And she was in AA. Um, Uh, And so uh, I went to lunch with her. I started to get to know her and I finally said, Will you sponsor me? And she said, "Are you willing to go to meetings?" And I was like, "If you sponsor me, <laughs> I'll do it." <laughs> so, she did, and she's still my sponsor to this day. You, uh, man, uh, and June Carter's your sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that awesome? <laughs> <laughs> that is
0: cool. That's a, well. That's a neat. That's that's a really neat story. Uh, well, did that part right there, and all I heard was God. God, 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 yeah. God. Yeah.
1: Well, when I first started the meetings, I used Bronco Billy as my higher power because to okay. me, just his mere existence ended up saving my life.
0: <laughs> I, I so, get that. And he, well, he's an angel now. That's a power yeah. of so. And great.
1: I start working those steps, and all of a sudden, I realized I was building a relationship with God without even realizing it.
0: <laughs> yeah. We're kind of sneaky in AA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Like these are only suggestions. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is a
1: beautiful suggestion because it has it just helped me, helped me so much. And I still, to this day, every Wednesday, I go to my group <laughs> and they're my family. I yeah. love them. Yeah, that's my people.
0: <laughs> those, 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 and you know, a lot of people in the program end up becoming family because um, we we have a lot of things that are mutual. You know, like your story is pretty close to mine too. Yeah, you know? that's And we yeah. grew up with different places, and I wasn't in the foster system. I was in a different. I was in the system, just not the foster. Um, but I, but when you talk about it, I can still, I can empathize with that loneliness. I get oh, that.
1: so lonely. Yeah. So you know, lonely.
0: And, you know, sometimes my, you know, and my wife has said this in a while, but she's like, sometimes I wish I was an alcoholic so I could understand what you're going through. I'm like, no, no, yeah. you know, take it back now. Yeah. <laughs> because, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, you know, I don't want anybody to go through that, but I found it was for a reason.
1: Yes. It is. It definitely is for a reason. Um I, yeah, I ended up in and out of jail and um a lot.
0: Okay. And
1: so I was in that system too. I actually I think it was a year ago and maybe a little bit longer, but I finally got off of all of my probation and got my driver's license all back but it took it took like over six years yeah took over six years
0: i just got my driver's license back and it's been almost six years yeah (laughs) (laughs) literally on on six years on uh saturday
1: wow good for you like yeah I don't People celebrate want to too soon. I have a feeling I'll make it. So you wow.
0: will. That's awesome. That is
1: awesome.
0: Going, what other types of stuff? Like, what are you doing now? That's different in your sobriety, or that's different now for you.
1: Everything. Okay. I do. I everything, and in fact. I spend the majority of my days feeling real uncomfortable. Okay. I call my sponsor all the time saying, Yeah. How do I handle this? How do I do this? And um, I mean, I'm getting better. Yeah. But it's like everything about me has changed.
0: Sure. It's
1: crazy and it keeps, I keep changing.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's what's great is, you know, well, it says on, um, on page 164 That if you perform his work well and keep your house clean, that yeah. great events will come to pass for you and countless others. Yes, um, and yeah. I was talking with uh, with uh, I was talking with uh, Kara who did a podcast last week, and we were talking about what we were talking about is when sometimes when you do something, you don't realize who else is gonna affect mm-hmm. um. And it's, I, that's why I love this so much is God always has another surprise for me around the bend, man. Always. Oh,
1: for real. And it was about, like, I wasn't, I used to be very anonymous. I didn't want anyone to know my okay. story. I was very, um, I was very ashamed and stuff. And um, okay. it was actually when COVID started. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my friends in recovery reached out and said, we need more people to reach out people are falling off the Mm -hmm. wagon right and we need people to step up to help and i thought i like i thought about for a couple days and i couldn't live with other people falling off like i had to do whatever it took to try to help and so that's how that
0: responsibility statement came into effect for you yes i i love it when people realize wait a minute they're talking about me in that statement that yeah. I'm supposed to be, and and I take it literally. It doesn't matter who the person is. If somebody's reaching out for help, I'm going to do something.
1: Yes, yes, that's and that that's the key. That's been the key to my recovery is helping, mm-hmm. and um, and that kind of. And so, if that's all right with you, that's what kind of drew me into SoCo Clubhouse. Um, Okay,
0: yeah, let's talk about that. It's a big part of your recovery. It is. It's
1: a huge part. So, when I started working at Skateland, this place was filled with underage kids, drugs, Mm. alcohol. Mm -hmm. It was awful. and But what I saw was me. I saw me as a kid. Um, A lot of these kids were running drugs for family members. Mm -hmm. Um, They were living with grandparents, great-grandparents. They they were alone. They were acting out. And all I saw was me. And Mm -hmm. I never had kids. I didn't even really know what to do with kids. But these kids, they made me feel (laughs) like I just had love for them because I, Mm -hmm. I understood. Um and so this whole time um Skateland was actually about to shut down. So okay. I raised the money to keep oh. it open, and that's how I took over Skateland and became the owner. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> that is
0: so cool.
1: Yeah. So
0: cool. I, I <laughs> it love was, it. That's that's awesome, man.
1: It's crazy. You start out well, with two There's, there's and not backpack. many
0: places for those kids to go to in Trinidad. It's one there's, of the only places. Yes. There's so very little and, for them to do. Yeah. Here. And and now they can come in and and now they're on your clock. And yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: and I watch over them like crazy. <laughs> like they call this the safest place in Trinidad because <laughs> I don't I don't mess around. I make sure yeah. that those are safe and, and that they have one place in the world where they yes. can go and just not worry, they know they're safe. safe.
0: Yeah, yes. everybody, you know. And when you were when you were talking, there were some that I caught it a couple of times. A roof was put over your head before the recovery started. I know it says in the big book, despite any problems that this person has, they can get sober, and I believe that. But it yes. is so much easier when you have a roof over your head Amen. because then you're oh, not clamoring. Yeah. And even then, it takes a little while to get out of fight mode. Yes. Yeah. It takes a yes. while. You, it, it took me a while. I and still then,
1: struggle then, with that.
0: Then I lived by myself.
1: <laughs> That's how I've been. And it's, yeah.
0: I, know. <laughs> I, I hated it for the first two months. Then I loved it.
1: Mm, You really got it over
0: and they're like, oh, it's so comfortable here. I'm like, yeah, you can leave now. You can. leave (laughs) (laughs) I was drinking at the time, but, uh, and that's what I love. And thank you for bringing that up because that's kind of what it's about. And it's kind of what you do. I do. Um, I create a safe space. This is my safe space here.
1: Yes. Oh, and
0: thank you. And so I bring people in so that they can Mm -hmm. talk about the things that they need to. Because I don't, nobody comes back on my podcast. Nobody's going to listen to it just to make fun of it. Yeah, no. This doesn't happen in this one. Um, No. And it is about, you know, for me anyway, um, if I have somebody that's homeless, I'm going to put a roof over their head first. Yep. I am.
1: That's what I try to do. Um, I try to help the homeless as much as possible just because I very much know what that is like. And how hard it is, um, and actually, so about two years ago is um, I finally. It took me three years to come up with the money to pay for a nonprofit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. So
1: I did it, and I got my nonprofit. And so now, a Soco Clubhouse is a nonprofit.
0: Wow, and, wow that deserves yeah. a round of <laughs> That is not easy to do. I've tried to no. mine. It was so freaking confusing. I was yeah. like, you know what? I don't write anybody receipts anyway. I'll take my 600 bucks <laughs> back. <and send> you. <laughs> it is.
1: So when you get it, that is like, whoo!
0: it was great. Yeah. That's a, so that's, now, that's an accomplishment.
1: It Not only is. just to
0: raise the money because I'm sorry, when it comes to the like, I don't get many people that donate. I'd say I've, I've I can count the number of people that donate on, on two hands. Um, yeah. Because recovery, I mean, a lot of it's just too convoluted and a lot of people don't trust and things like that. So oh um, yeah. It does make it a little bit more difficult. But I to what it is. myself. Yes, that's it. For um, sure. That comes from action. Yes. You know? um, it speaks louder but, than
1: words.
0: <laughs> yeah. You and I have a little bit art. Well, what we say carries a little bit more clout than somebody that's been in the program for a month because you've been doing that for years. I've been doing this for years. We're consistent and we're still here doing yeah. the same thing, doing the same thing that we what that we do. Um, yeah. and I'm gonna do it for the rest of my life. This is my job. Um, you know, like I said, I don't get paid much for it, but God still takes care of everything. And now I'm yeah, having people come... Too. I talked to a guy earlier, and he's like, "You're not making any money off of that." He's like, "We're gonna have to change that." So he's out <laughs> looking for sponsors for me. This is God's work, man. Not yep. mine.
1: Yeah, that's what. Y- there's some things you can't put a price on.
0: <laughs> there you go. There you go. So that's how I feel. With with the Soco Clubhouse, they have meetings going on there. What What other kind of activities do you have?
1: So, um, because of my pugs, that's why I brought them up. I do a program for kids called Pugs Not Drugs. Uh Um, (laughs) So, now the two that I moved here with, they've passed on, but um, I have four now that, um, and I actually have one named Porkchop. I call her um, Pug Famous because everyone knows Porkchop, and she's about 16 years old now. Yeah. So I saw Porkchop. She's in all the parades and everything. But right. Do, are they around. in roller
0: skates? Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, she gets pulled in a wagon while, well, while I'm kids. on roller she skates.
0: Earned, yeah, she earned her time.
1: Yeah. She's, <laughs> she's, she's
0: famous, so she's got to be pampered.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. She's, she's all <laughs> glam. <laughs> and then, um, like, during COVID, I... I use that time because I was shut down. I wasn't allowed to have yeah. people here. So I use that time to get certified in um, like life skills and all different kinds of courses. Any course yeah. I could, I took it. So now I'm doing life skills classes. Um, and I also do a thing called Uprise, which is a tobacco okay. coalition, a youth tobacco okay. coalition. Um, and basically the kids come after school and we get their homework done and then we do you know we can we do classes i'm also doing soapbox derby um like because we're gonna race you're pulling out <laughs> all the
0: cool stuff we did as kids what well, yeah. was fun i love doing the exactly. soapbox derby and i hated people growing up but i, I, I always did it
1: that <laughs> yeah i love it like um yeah, so i'm doing that all
0: that and it, it comes with everything and then you can paint it and yeah, fun stuff.
1: Me, <laughs> I should have bought the kit. I thought we could do it without the kit, and I really wish we would have bought the kit.
0: <laughs> Next time, buy the kit.
1: <laughs> now I know. Lesson learned. So, <laughs> but so the kids here, they come during the week. I just keep about eight to ten of them, that okay. um, I can focus on them, and yeah. um, and we have a very close bond um, and. So, during the week, they come after school, and then on the weekends, they volunteer their time for Skateland as okay. little skate guards, and so what oh, they it is... I
0: love that. They probably, oh, they do. Hey, so you they got get watch <laughs> <laughs> they
1: they get get to be, They
0: get to be the boss them. and understand responsibility. That's, yes. That's what you're doing there. I get it.
1: Yep, exactly, and their time at the clubhouse um pays for everything they do so the kids the kids are earning their money by volunteering and the parents aren't having to their parents grandparents whoever's raising them doesn't have to pay for anything i raise Mm -hmm. all the money to um so that every kid has the ability to to participate no matter what
0: (laughs) that is that is that's fantastic and it's exact and that's exactly how it should be set up um because the kid okay you yeah the money's nice but the parents may not have really that much money in the first place yes but then the kid doesn't have any money but they gotta have cash in the game man or it doesn't work so doing doing that side work is it's them putting their payola in the game man good yeah Yep. Yeah. Then they feel amazing. like their money's going towards something and then they get this and they get, the, you know. Yeah. Yep. I and the kids it. are
1: like, I'm doing this, you know, I'm earning this. And they <laughs> do. They do. They work hard. I'm proud of them. Yeah. That
0: place is probably spotless. <laughs>
1: it is. It is. It's awesome. <laughs> it just keeps getting better. Oh, We're redoing we the floors right now.
0: <laughs> uh, the skate floor?
1: No. That okay. is the original hardwood floor from 1942, okay. and that's my baby. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, don't it, man. I don't want to change
0: it. <laughs> yeah, no, I wouldn't want to change it either. Uh-uh. It's awesome. So that old wood though is it's so beautiful. Um, oh, it is. You don't want to change it, you know. No. And when people did when when we built things like that back then, it was all about hard work and doing it right. So and that thing will,
1: will last. Yeah. Yeah. That
0: thing will probably last longer than most of the other buildings. Yeah. So. Like
1: 80 years. We're on our 80 year anniversary.
0: <laughs> wow. Wow. So, you yeah. look good for 80. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I? That's what everyone says.
1: <laughs> it's oil of ole.
0: No. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> We're dating ourselves again. Who wears short right? shorts. <laughs> oil of Olay. Okay. <laughs> So um, let's hand out some information about how people can get in touch with you. Uh, Do you have a? And then, of course, you know, I'll be putting it in the uh, when I post it too. But um, how can they get in touch with you? What's the best way? So
1: um, you can reach out on Messenger or um, you can call Skateland. The phone, do you want me to give that phone number? Yeah, go ahead. It's 719 846 2722. And those are probably the two best ways to reach me. I do have an okay. email, but I'm horrible about checking it.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. So the easiest way to catch you is by calling the, the skateland number.
1: Yes. Okay. And you can leave a message and I will call you back if I'm not yeah. here.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, if you guys are having a hard time finding it or anything, just let me know. And I'll make sure that you get the, uh, I'll get you set up straight to her. Um, so <laughs> if you're wanting to look to do some community work. Um, here's the thing when it comes down to what you need to be, especially in a small town like that is you need to be accountable. And it sounds like this is a good place for no matter who you are, you'll be okay. If somebody is in, let's say they're an addict, that's okay. Right? Yes. So it doesn't matter. Recovery is recovery. And that's what you do there. Um, you can go down there. You can help kids. Everybody likes to help the kids, man. Mm-hmm. um and you can always help other people too and contribute to something in life go do a soapbox man Yeah, get off your, get soap off box. your soapbox and go make one
1: yes, <laughs> uh, yes i love that
0: uh, you can steal that if you want
1: well, i'm going to thank you
0: <laughs> oh uh, jamie i don't know i think we did way too much laughing on this one uh I've had a really enjoyable time talking to you, and um, you know, if you ever want to come back on, if something, you know, like you have an event uh, coming up, anything like that, uh, let me know. How far is Trinidad from Colorado Springs?
1: Only it's only probably like an hour and a half to two hours.
0: Okay, it's not All right. too bad. Okay, yeah, the, in Colorado, it's a forty-five minute drive anywhere usually. So, yeah. <laughs> an hour to us, we're like, oh, okay, that's not a problem. Yeah, else like an hour. <laughs>
1: Nothing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, all right. Any any uh, words of wisdom? Um, any thoughts that we could leave our people on?
1: Just don't ever be afraid to reach out, and don't ever feel yeah. like you're alone, because um, you're not alone. There you you're go. Not alone.
0: Absolutely, and I think I think that's a great way to wrap it up. Is you know. If you're out there and you're listening to this and you don't feel like like, and you feel like you're alone in it, know that there's other people out there that feel the same loneliness. And that's why storytelling is so important. It brings yes. hope. It brings Amen. hope to people. Thank you very much for being on again. I appreciate you taking your time uh, coming on and, and spending some time with me. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, My pleasure. Yeah you are awesome (laughs) Uh, thank you um for my listeners out there um uh, this has been raw recovery a charging together podcast i love you all peace out and have a day